all right guys welcome back welcome 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 back this is episode 248 of the first in frame rate show i am vf baller not going to take up too much time today but i am going to touch a few points especially when it comes to college football and what's going on at georgia southern uh it's just been a great week despite losing the last few games i think we're like last four games that we lost five games but it's just been an exciting time i can't remember another time it's been as exciting during a losing streak but it's, it's, it's a very unique situation here at georgia southern so we'll talk about that also i want to talk about the nfl and we're pretty much halfway through the season and there's some surprises not so much of a surprise in some other areas but we're going to talk about that like I said, not going to hold up too much of you guys' time today. I really appreciate the support, especially on the YouTube channel. You guys have been doing great. Also, if this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome over here. I talk about football in general, Georgia Southern, Atlanta Falcons, everything under that umbrella when it comes to the NFL and college football. And uh, I try my best to make it a great time. So hopefully you will enjoy and we're going to get into it. One more thing before we start. Let's uh, talk about one thing that I am pushing uh, my Patreon. If you guys want to catch daily exclusive content, also um, exclusive videos or exclusive, uh, you know, other things that I do that that are kind of quirky when it comes to the gaming side of things. I am a gamer. You can go check that out. If you're watching on uh, YouTube or listening on YouTube, the link is down in the description, or you can just check out the Patreon type in uh, first and frame race. I should pop right on up or just find me on Twitter where you can get the information as well. The Twitter handle is VF baller. All right, let's go ahead and get into this. The Clay Helton effect. You already see what's going on here. The vibe at Statesboro is, is just is getting really, 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 really exciting. Just exciting vibe, big energy. Love the press conference that he put out. And I like to see the players are actually uh, responding to Clay Hilton, touching down in Statesboro, and you actually see recruits already starting to file in. I am a big proponent of just having good energy at a college campus when it comes to football because football pretty much drives everyone that's outside of uh, outside of the of a college campus into the college campus you know you have the students the student section you have the players the student athletes everybody the alumni all that good stuff is a really good thing but when you have a good solid football foundation especially in the south it just brings people from all over to come in and see what is going on. You have people who are not necessarily Georgia Southern fans or fans of your college team want to be a part of uh, what's going on. I remember going to the Camellia Bowl back in 2018. Me and my wife traveled from South Carolina. We went all the way to Alabama to see the Camellia Bowl. And there's so many people that were living in the Alabama area just coming to see the teams, wanting no information about Georgia Southern, Eastern Michigan, wanting to know about those teams and see how well they play. And it was a pretty good game. And I know, I remember one guy, you know, walked away from, you know, this the bowl game, not necessarily knowing anything about either team, becoming a fan of Georgia Southern football. And it's pretty awesome. I can't remember his name, but I know I don't remember him in general, but I remember him saying, I'm going to start following his team and what's going on. Now, it's not been a good situation since that. Yeah, we did win the New Orleans Bowl or whatever the case may be. Hopefully, he's still a fan. 
but now this is a really good time to become a fan. You see what's going on right now with the recruits. We just uh, I just made a video recently about Kevin Speed. There's another guy that's going to be um, considering the school. I can't wait to see the other guys that are possibly in the fold. And when I talk about the Clay Helton effect, this is a very unique situation. Clay Helton was pretty much contacted very early on. This is not just a situation where we're looking at him being hired as soon as it was announced. This was a process that's been going on for weeks. So therefore, behind the scenes, Clay Helton could have been easily been looking around, finding who's going to be uh uh, a good fit for Georgia Southern. I would not be surprised if the staff that's on hand now has already been in the loop knowing what's going on because I remember when Coach Whitley said the, the recruiting don't stop. You know, the recruiting don't stop. So who knows that, you know, all this has been in the fold of what's going on. You know, maybe none of this has been a situation where I feel that he was interim head coach that he was going to actually get the job at Georgia Southern. I don't know. But the way things that are going now, it looks like a situation where all of this have been in the, been in the, in the works where Clay Helton probably been the guy the entire time. And you're looking at some of the results of how the kids are being responsive, how the players uh, are being responsive. When I mean kids, I mean like the fan base as far as the students the students, and uh, some of the guys that are alumni as well. I know they're not kids, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> but it's just been a really good look around George Southern despite the losing that we've been doing. Now, there's going to be some changes. Cam Ransom possibly going to be starting at, Georgia, I mean at, at Texas State. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I know there was rumblings about him possibly redshirting, but when you see the way things that have not been playing the way it was, he should have been playing a little bit earlier. And, you know, that's just how things go right now or in, in, in some cases, unfortunately. But fortunately, we still have a really good quarterback. We we'll have a few more guys come in, probably going to compete. Maybe even with Kevin Speed, he may play some defense. I mean, really, we need a lot of help on defense. So either way, whatever works, wherever they put him, that would be awesome. I just hope they put him in the right position because right now we have another player now that's in the wrong position. Hopefully, Clay Helton will fix that. You know, free Sean Pell Kilson. You know, that's all I'll say. That guy needs to be playing on defense, but that's another story for another day. Um but the Clay Helton effect is already in place, and I cannot wait to see what goes on there. You know, it, it, the future is very bright. It is so bright for Georgia Southern, and you know, and it it, it just feels all positive. But before I finish, I'm going to give you a negative, and I don't want to really touch on this much, but I have to be honest with you. I got to be upfront with you guys, and uh, we'll touch on that shortly. Um, the whole situation about JT Daniels, I made a video about that. Maybe that's still a possibility. We never know how that plays out. If Kevin Speed decides to go on, um, goes on defense, if the other recruit that I'm, I'm not going to name yet, I'm not going to name, I don't want to talk about them until they actually commit. If he decides to come in, we may not be talking about JT Daniels too much. We never know. I don't know. But if we do, it does give, uh, it does give leeway for one of these players, well, that other recruit or uh, Kevin Speed, to redshirt as a quarterback. You just never know. You just have so many options under that umbrella right there. 
I don't have a problem with the running backs. I think the Jalen Whites, I think the uh, Gerald Greens of the world, even the LT Sanders, I think those guys, we are in good hands when it comes to that situation. We do need some receivers to help out Derwin Burgess. Uh, Caleb Hood is going to still be around. Uh, We also could have Najee Thompson come back on offense, which I think he'll be better suited on defense. He does phenomenal on defense. JJ McAfee want to see him do some things as well, but I think we're going to we're going to probably get some more receivers, and I I, I would not be surprised at that that we do get a, another one or two uh, big time receivers to go with Clay Helton's offense. You look at the situation what Clay Helton was able to bring around. The Juju Smith-Schusters of the world that played at USC. You know what I mean? Those type of guys, I'm not saying we're going to get that caliber of receiver. I hope we do. But there could be a situation where we get some um, somebody like that, and it's just going to be so much, so 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 exciting to see those guys actually um, mesh together and change the culture, frame the culture of the uh, Georgia Southern Eagles. I'm 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 so excited when I talk about that. Looking at defense, I already told you how I feel. C.J. Wright may be coming back. I'm not 100% sure. Najee Thompson is out for the season. He already said he has another year eligibility. We'll see how that plays out if, with he coming back as well. Derek Canteen, he's going to be back. We got a lot of talent. Dylan Springer, you know, we got a lot of talent that's going to be here. So I would like to see those guys, you know, mesh together along with the talent that could be coming in. The uh, You know, um, number 32, Johnson, Kadri Jackson, you have Kevon Glenn. We have some guys. We have some guys on the defensive side, especially the front seven has always been pretty decent. On the back end, the Dow Bakers, the Tyler Brides, hopefully Tyler Bride gets better. He'd be able to come back again. You know, those guys right there that are going to be able to solidify that defense along with the possible Kevin Speed. I mean, he has the size of a Kendrick Duncan type. I would like to see him put, you know, his footprint on the defense if he can't do it on offense. You know, enough talking about the players. I mean, it's it's just exciting when you really look at what we have. If those guys are being able to put put themselves or the coaching staff put them in the right situation where they can flourish, it will be uh, some success at Georgia Southern. I I, I see where it, it it won't be any other way. You know, it's just going to be very 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 exciting just to see if these guys can actually put this together. Don't even know who the defensive coordinator is right now. We know what type of offensive mind that uh, Coach Helton has, so we should be able to see a really good, potent offense. Now, now we will see uh, as far as defense goes. We'll talk about that at a later time when we find out who the defensive coordinator is and what kind of scheme we're going to be running. So uh, exciting times. Like I said, it's, it's a very exciting time at Georgia Southern. I, I cannot wait to see what happens with uh, this team you know we still got three more games left I'm already looking down the road but honestly I am looking at down the road because it's the Clay Helton effect maybe we'll see some better play out of the players um, coming through when it, when it comes to the next three games you know we've seen what happened with uh, Coastal Carolina you know soon as Cam Ransom came in the game it was a different story so hopefully that type of that type of story will continue to go forward with the next three games with, with Cam Ransom possibly starting. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, the only downside, and I don't want to talk about this too much. The only downside to this whole Clay Hilton thing. 
y'all hear me out because this 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 is something that you i don't want to put in the back of our mind but don't be surprised what's going on in florida scares me what's going on at florida scares me a lot because dan mullen is they say they may not get rid of him they already got rid of a couple of they already got rid of a coordinator maybe two of them after the south carolina loss that scares me because now we're probably looking at a situation where Florida may try to pull Helton away from Georgia Southern. They may try. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope Clay Helton stands strong. Want to be an eagle for the next two to three years. I hope that's the case. But um, that scares me a lot. There's just something to think about. Um, don't really think about it too much, but keep it in the back of your mind because if that's the case, we're possibly back to the drawing board and all this hype is for nothing. You know, um, hopefully Clay Helton, if you're listening, Coach Helton, give us at least two years. Give us at least two, at least two, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, let's talk about the NFL. Let's talk about NFL. Halfway through the season, pretty much, we're going to look talk about some standings, what's going on in the AFC, NFC. Uh, I would be remiss to talk about my Falcons. The Falcons are four and four, a lot better than I thought they would be. I, you know, I did not think that they were going to be four and four. I did thought they were going to finish nine and eight. I did say that, but I didn't think they're going to be four and four based on what's going on. Good win against the Saints. They're in third place of the NFC South. Two games back, basically one game back in second place. Right now. They are in. They are. They are a playoff team right now because there are seven teams in the playoffs now. Um, so. They are a playoff team. What more can you ask for? Shout out to Dean Pease. Shout out to Arthur Smith. Shout out to those guys in the coaching staff. For the most part, you have done okay for the most part because I I didn't think this was going to be the case after looking at the first game against the Eagles. It was pretty much a disaster. And we're going up against the Cowboys, which the Cowboys did not look too good this last game. I don't know. The Falcons may be able to come and, 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 and beat the, the Cowboys. They're not as formidable as they look. We just don't know. They're 6-2 and two right now. You never know what's going to happen. Right now, the Falcons are on the um, uptick, while the Cowboys are kind of like on the downtick. So, um, good to see that. I want to see these guys continue to get better. Um, you look at other teams around the NFC. Like I said, the Cowboys are the leader of the division. Look like they're going to run away from that, run away with that division right now. They're basically three games, four games ahead of the Eagles. You look at the Cardinals and Rams. That Rams lose a game. They took one on the chin against the Titans. Shout out to the Titans. They're playing pretty good ball. Uh, even losing Derrick Henry, their defense, their front seven just dominated against the Rams. And uh, you know the Cardinals are still one game ahead. And we'll see how that plays out. The Cardinals had a couple injuries as well, but they should be all right. When we're looking at the NFC North, the Packers are still leading the NFC North. Aaron Rodgers probably going to come back after that whole, uh, you know, not vaccinated kerfuffle. Or, you you know, that's going to be um, interesting to see them come back. They're running away from the, with the division right now. They're roughly four or three games ahead. Um, the Bears got... In some cases, they could have got they got robbed of their game against the Steelers. And that's another story for another day. The Lions are on eight. What can you say about the Lions? Good lord, they need to do something over there. It's just not working out for them. And the Vikings are being the Vikings. You know, is this you know 
you know, there's nothing good or bad to say about them. They're just being the Vikings. The NFC South, we just talked about the NFC South. Uh, right now, the Buccaneers are ahead, one game ahead of the Saints. The Saints could be for a free fall right now. Um, they did get a win over the Buccaneers, which was actually impressive. But when you're looking at the scheme of things, the Buccaneers are who they are. They're going to continue to be good. The Falcons are on the uptick. So we we could be continually just moving right where we are right now. Hopefully the Falcons will keep moving in the right direction. The Panthers, four and five. Sam Darnold had a bad game after beating the Falcons at home. It was really interesting how that played out. But nevertheless, the Panthers are four and five. And we don't know what kind of play we're going to get out of Sam Darnold. And we'll see how that plays out. Looking at the AFC, the Bills lose to the Jaguars. I mean, what is going on there? They're five and three. Don't look now. The Patriots are one a half a game behind them. The Patriots of all teams could still be prominent after all this time. Losing Tom Brady, they bounce back after having the Cam Newton experience. And we see where the uh um you know the Patriots are right behind the Bills. The Bills need to get their act together because the Patriots and Mac Jones are playing uh okay ball. They're on the road. They're undefeated. That is actually pretty impressive. And they're on a three-win, uh, three-game winning streak. See how that plays out. Go down to the AFC West. The Chargers are five and three, right along with the Raiders. I mean, what can you say about the Raiders? What a tough year for the Raiders. The John Gruden situation, the Henry Rugg situation. Now you got the Damon Arnett situation. They did sign Deshaun Jackson, but we're going to see how this plays out when they're going to continue to go along with this season. Derek Carr has been playing phenomenal, but overall, it's just been a lot of turmoil there. Don't know how that's going to play out. The Chiefs, even though they did beat the Packers, not very impressive at the end of the day. They're 5-4, and four, but the team like them could turn the switch up at any time with Patrick Mahomes, so watch them. The Broncos with the win over Dallas. I mean, what do you say about that? I mean, the Broncos, every team over here is over 500. Low key, this division could be up for grabs for anybody. I just don't see the Broncos taking the the taking the the division. But when you look at this, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos, very impressive. All teams over five hundred, and it, it it's still a free fall at the end of the day because it's it, it's a division. Anything can happen when they play each other, beat each other up. You never know. So um, shout out to the AFC West, looking pretty good. AFC North is another division with all teams above 500. The Ravens with another win. They did uh, they get it. I can't remember who they played, but they did uh, get a win. Oh, yep. There it is right there. They just beat the Vikings. Speaking of the Vikings and uh, the Vikings uh, drop fall to the Ravens. The Ravens are now six and two. The Steelers beat the Bears. They're five and three. The Browns and the Bengals. I think the Browns just beat up on the Bengals. That's just how it is sometimes. And uh, right now the Browns are five and four. Uh, basically, these teams are one and a half game behind the Ravens. Pretty, you know, pretty tough division. AFC West and AFC North. We'll see how that plays out. AFC South. Look at the AFC South right here. The Titans are running away with this division. Seven and two. They are three games ahead of the Colts. The Colts are backsliding. Even though they won one game, the Titans are on a five-game winning streak. Hey, you're looking at a situation now. These guys could be the number one seed in the AFC, and uh, not going to say they're unbeatable, but they're like they're just winning games at the right times. I mean, the Titans uh, do have their flaws, but they they are playing very good. If that front seven, if that front four continue to play how they play, 
it's going to be a difficult task for anybody to beat the Titans because it doesn't matter who, what team you have, what team you have. If you got a good front seven, you always have a chance. You always have a chance you have a good front seven. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play. The Jaguars and the Texans, what can you say about them? The Texans, eight-game losing streak. My goodness, I don't know what's going to happen with them. Deshaun Watson is possibly going to be uh, – I ain't going to say possibly. He's going to be out of there eventually. Just don't know when. The Colts, I, the thing about the Colts, the Colts can turn it on at any time. They do have a team that's capable of doing that. So don't sleep on the Colts. The Colts are kind of like in the same situation, I feel like, with the Falcons. They're right there in the middle of the pack. You know, they, they, they have the talent to turn it on at any time. And we'll see how that plays out. The Titans right now looking like they're unbeatable right now. Five-game winning streak. Uh, we're going to have to see what's going to happen down the road. But as the week go, the weeks go on, we'll see how that plays out. Titans are playing pretty good. Colts are playing good. Um, uh, well, the Colts aren't playing pretty good. They do have one. They did win their last game. But when you look at the AFC South, it looks like it's the Titans. Colts could be sneaky, but it's just the, the Titans right now running away with it all. So in the middle of the season right now, it, it it's just interesting football all the way around. No team that are necessarily like formidable to say that this is the team that's going to do it. You do have good teams. You do have bad teams. And at the end of the day, you have about three or four teams that could turn on uh, the light switch and run away with their division and have a pretty good playoff run. And those teams I would mention, the Buccaneers easily. The Falcons is another one. The Rams definitely. Don't let that fool you because they lost against the Titans. Um, you have a team like the Cowboys right now that are looking pretty good. AFC side, the Patriots. Watch the Patriots. You're looking at the Raiders and the Broncos, the Chiefs. Anybody in the AFC West basically could turn it on and could do some good things. You also are looking at a team in the AFC North. The Steelers, don't count them out, even though the quarterback play is not the best. Definitely the Browns and the Bengals. They're another one. The Ravens are who they are. They're going to continue to move the way they are. But you're looking at these other teams that can sleep on you, that can wake up at any time, and can uh, run the table. Those type of teams. And then it comes to the AFC South. I'm kind of looking at the Colts, but I'm not really sure. Um, but the Titans, they're, they're like, they already hit the light switch and they're off and run. Five game winning streak. What else can you say about that? So that's pretty much it for the uh, first and frame rate show. Uh, I pretty much try to talk about everything under the umbrella of football, college, and NFL. When it comes to college football, there's not much to talk about there when they talk about the rankings. Want to see Cincinnati get some shine, honestly. But when you're looking at the, the rankings, it's Georgia it's, it's, it's Georgia Bulldogs and nobody else. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. Alabama, maybe. The people are talking about that Alabama, that Tennessee could give uh, Georgia a scare. Man, let's just stop it. If you see what you see right now, it is what it is. I'll be highly surprised. Highly surprised if Tennessee give them a run. But right now, it's Georgia and nobody else. And, it, it, you know, Alabama is who they are. You want to give Alabama a fair shake, but the way they played against LSU, I'm going to be honest with you, man, I, I just don't see it. I don't see where Alabama could contest Georgia right now. I don't see where anybody could t- contest Georgia right now. But we'll see, and we'll talk about that at a later time. All right, guys, thank you for the support. You guys are awesome. I'm going to get ready to put out some more content keep working on what i do over here thank you guys once again and i'll see you on the next one all right y'all y'all be blessed peace